We're looking on the show this evening under the radar. Uh, the first hour we're talking about the changes in the city of Johannesburg. Uh, and this is obviously one that has got many people talking with uh, a new mayor in the city. Now, this is not a new uh, development uh, to see a mayor in the city of Johannesburg. And many of our metros across the country have uh, seen uh, uh, an absolute sense of tumult uh, over the recent while, coalition politics, unstable coalitions, uh, court action to bring in, uh, bring in mayors, take out mayors. Uh, so Johannesburg hasn't been immune from that, nor has be, uh, been other metros in the country like uh, Tswane or like Nelson Mandela Bay, for instance. Uh, but what has gripped the attention of the community uh, and uh, a substantial deal of South Africans is uh, Tapelo Ahmed, uh, who is uh, the Al Jamaa councillor, who has now stepped up to the mantle uh, and is going to be sworn in officially very shortly as the mayor of the city of Johannesburg. Given his interesting background, uh, having studied the dean uh, and uh, you know going through various processes and uh, various uh, structures in the community, this is obviously something that has certainly taken the interest of people. So we'll be speaking to uh, the leader of the Al Jamaa Party for his response to this. Uh, Hanif Hendricks joins us in just a bit. We also uh, will talk about the response to this, uh, and we've seen. Uh, very unfortunate tropes being propagated by the by the media, and uh, we'll speak to uh, Amir Sheikh from uh, the Somali community for his view on this. He's uh, obviously congratulated uh, the new leader, and it has been around. Uh, you know, cause of congratulations for Tapel Ahmed, which is actually uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, we've got uh, members of the ANC saying, quoted here by the Daily Maverick, we have so much faith in him. We know he can deliver. We can see how he conducts himself in council. Uh, the African Independent Congress saying that the appointment of Tapel Ahmed was long overdue. Uh, the uh, member Margaret Arnold saying that I'm excited, I can jump out of my skin today because after one year and one month, the minorities have given birth to a mayor, a mayor that will be credible, a mayor that will deliver services, a mayor that will listen to the people and a mayor that will be there for the people. So uh, great to see, uh, despite you know some people trying to do all, a whole lot of fear-mongering, uh, a, a sense of optimism, and hopefully that optimism can uh, you know be translated into good things on the ground. Let's get the view now of, uh, as I said, the Al Jamaa leader, uh, Hanif Hendricks, joining us this evening uh, to reflect on this moment uh, and answer our questions relating to uh, the party in general as well as uh, their candidate for mayor. Uh, Hanif, good speaking to you. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Radio Islam. Alaikum salam. The mayor is on his way to me, but it's a pleasure for me to do this interview. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we, we know, uh, let, let's build ourselves up to this, uh, uh, f because I think uh, it's, it's educational uh, for the community. If anybody uh, has been uh, sleeping through, through, through this entire journey uh, or wantonly had not taken note of this, uh, so what has been 
the j- j- just give us a backdrop of where Al Jamaa sa- started and the milestones uh, nationally and provincial- provincially up till this particular point. Look, uh, when we launched a party 15 years ago, uh, we uh, saw some articles in uh, Muslim Views about the estrangement between, let's say, let's call so-called African indigenous Muslims and especially the uh, Indian Muslims and some Malay Muslims. And um, the party felt that maybe we know, we're also guilty and uh, I was then deployed to Soweto and spoke to various uh, thought leaders in Soweto, Muslim and non-Muslim. And uh, they pointed me to uh, uh, Abu Bakr. Uh, uh, and then um, he found me later on. And I discovered that he was well groomed by his father, who was the Imam of Soweto. His father told him that he must, when he moves into, pub, into public life, uh, Shura consultation is very important, and that impressed me. Then uh, Newcastle, uh, the Ulum, produced uh, a wonderful uh, imam, and then Asri took it further with a two- or three-year leader, of course. So we thought, uh, let us go take it a step further, and I personally and some of our leaders in the party uh, we threw our weight behind uh, 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 Abu Bakr uh, Ahmed and against a lot of resistance, especially in the city of Johannesburg. I appoint him, appointed him as a PR counselor as part of his training and development. And then when the elections came for 2019, we put up a big board in Soweto, uh, Abu, Abu Bakr, the fellow Ahmed for mayor. And, uh, well, we didn't win uh, a lot of seats, only three. But then soon after that, or in between, uh, Jesse Duarte, very impressed with our bold initiative, arranged for the working committee of the uh, African uh, National... Sorry, did I lose you? Uh, Hanif, no, I'm, I'm still here with you. Can you hear you? Okay, that must be another call. I tried to come through and disturbing us. I'm sorry about that. So, uh, to cut a long story short, uh, we met with a delegation from the NEC, uh, which included uh, Jeffrey Deby, uh, Minister of Agriculture, and also the current Premier of Gauteng. And I introduced uh, uh, the Imam to them. And told them this is a provincial leader uh, because the purpose of the meeting was uh, a, a, a resolution taken by the NEC uh, to thank Al Jamaa for playing a very constructive role in mm. politics in all three years uh, mm. of government. So, uh, uh, so there was a build up. There was a build up, and then. Uh, I'm sorry, there is a call uh, making a noise trying to come to, I don't know how to stop it. But let me carry on. The uh, uh, position was that uh, uh, we, pre- we prepared for six months uh, for uh, the uh, Abu Bakr Tepalo to be the mayor. And as you know, the past six months has been very volatile 
in the city of Johannesburg. So at the uh, state memorial service for the former speaker, the first speaker of parliament, um, I was then, uh, you know, for the first time, met some other uh, ANC leaders, and they told me they spoke to the EFF, and they are going to speak to the Patriotic Alliance, and they want Al Jamaa to lead these parties uh, in the city of Johannesburg. So that was all, just like that. And then one thing led to another, and uh, uh, we got, uh, I think, just 138 votes uh, compared to the uh, DA's votes of 81. So there has been a lot of preparation for this. It's not overnight. There's no coalition agreement. It is, a, it is an invitation by three very important political parties uh, looking towards the future, uh, having confidence in Al Jamaa, and just putting it to me, just blankly, we want you to lead us in the city of Johannesburg. Nothing else. So now we take it on the Amanat, Al-Jamaa and the Imam, it's an Amanat. And uh, inshallah, he's going to be sworn in uh, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, our media team is down here in Johannesburg uh, in order to build his brand going forward and also to highlight uh, his uh, work during the next 100 days. Because, like you mentioned earlier on, the mainstream media is not going to do that. They're going to try, try and find fault, and they're not going to be supportive. So Al Jamaa is throwing its weight behind uh, the mayor to serve the residents of the city of Johannesburg, inshallah, and Allah knows best. Jazakallah uh, for that, Hanif. If, if you were to uh, talk to us about when he, uh, you know, officially takes up this mantle and after he is sworn in, <coughs> uh, what what uh, is the kind of uh, you know uh, ma- ma- mandate or the direct directives that he would be, would, would be having? Uh, you know, d- does that come from? What Al Jamaa stands as for a party? What exactly would be the the guide, guiding principles and the the most important uh, policy objectives? And I'm asking this question because, uh, given the the context uh, of 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 his appointment, uh, you know that there'd be urgent demands. There would be kind of uh, hidden pressures, I would guess, even from from those supporting him. So, uh, does he steer an independent cause? based on his convictions and the party policies, or does this have to be reflective of all the parties and all the players that have backed him to get to this post? Look, uh, as you know, the uh, invitation came from the EFF, Patriarchal Alliance, and obviously the African National Congress, and the invitation was directly to me at a very important event the presidency, the minister of the presidency was present, who was present, and uh, uh, they told me, uh, 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 Honorable Hendricks, I don't like to call Honorable, uh, we would like uh, Al-Jama to lead us in the city of Joburg. So that is the, uh, that was the invitation, and I accepted it, and I told him that we were taking to the Ramanat. So everything is now left in our hands, that's why we're meeting tonight, at 9 o'clock here in Joburg, before he's sworn in tomorrow, 
to deal with some of the challenges. And the first, uh, not order, but the first advice uh, my team will give him tonight is he must follow the advice of his father, conduct your affairs by mutual consultation. Uh, that means he has to contact all the members uh, that voted for him, all 138 is going to consult with them or consult with their leaders. So that is very important. And then obviously, uh, we are going to lay down Aldermar's policies because it's because of his policies that we got this invitation. It's because Aldermar as a political party is trusted in all three fields of government. That's why we got the invitation. And uh, so uh, there are some priorities. And I would really, uh, the meeting is still going to take place. He's coming uh, with his uh, 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 with his blue lights. Uh, they're coming to see us at 9 o'clock. Uh, I would like your listeners to tell us what else must we, what, what else must we tell him tonight in preparation for his swearing in at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning and then immediately he's in charge. His first job is to appoint the mayor, to appoint his own personal staff. He needs a PA, he needs a, 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 a chief of staff, he needs one or two advisors, and uh, he's going to make that independently. So a lot of other parties will obviously throw names in that, and he will appreciate it. But he will make an independent opinion. The party's not going to tell him who to appoint. Yeah, he is now the man. He is the mayor. He was democratically elected, so he now has to rise to the occasion. And obviously, there may be issues. He knows the Aldermar's policies. He's going to implement it. There may be issues where he says, look, I have to meet others halfway. Uh, if it is not uh, too serious to the party, we don't have a quarrel with it because we are determined. We've accepted the amanat. We are determined to serve the residents of the city of Johannesburg, not al not anyone else. And while I'm on the phone, I want to thank the Soweto for giving us one of their greatest sons uh, to play this important role. To the, the, the people out there and talking about these uh, media reports, uh, uh, you know, the, the people saying that uh, Al-Jamaa, just to look at some of the tweets that I, I, I saw, this is a, a right-wing party, this is a, a party that does not have a constituency that's now leading uh, the city of Johannesburg, uh, there's insinuations about faith, there's insinuations about uh, being an immigrant and and all or, you know all of these kind of misconceptions and obviously people uh, you're trying to uh, whoop up Islamophobia uh, by virtue of the candidate's name and the candidate's background. Uh, from y- y- your perspective, uh, and I'm sure many people um, who are of other faiths might be listening to this this evening or would listen to it afterwards. Um, uh, for people who might have uh, apprehensions based on the candidate coming from a religious background, the candidate being uh, an imam, if the candidate is to wear his faith proudly uh, and confidently and come to the office, uh, is there anything that they should be fearing? Look, there's nothing to fear. The If you read the Al-Jamaa Constitution, it says, it says yes, we are a Muslim party, 
but we embrace true Christian values uh, and Ubuntu and things like that. And uh, one third of our lawmakers are outside the faith, but they're very attractive to Islam. And uh, we are we have branches in 50 villages. And in some villages, there are hardly any Muslims. So, uh, you know, people obviously don't know the party. We're campaigning for 224. And just two weeks ago, I took a steamer to Richard's Bay and went to visit the constituency in Matuba Tuba, which is half an, half an hour away. And we engaged and consulted with them, and we have 2,000 members there. So while we are a Muslim party, we are a political platform for all communities. Now, some in the Muslim community may feel, no, you must only focus and assist the Muslims. You can't, you know, play an important role in South African politics, uh, you know, if you don't, if you're not a platform for all communities. The Muslim community is a very small percentage, and we're going to go nowhere if we're just going to depend on Muslim votes. But that is our core support. Alhamdulillah, and I would like to thank your listeners who vote for Al Jamaa. And we are continuing. We have some of the best thought leaders in the country uh, 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 on our team. We've just appointed uh, Professor Muhammad Arun as our CEO. So new leadership is coming into the party. Uh, we have other thought leaders from other disciplines also in the party. I, as the president, I am plodding along uh, in the, in the, you know, with the knowledge that there are many better people than me that can take over and run the party. Aldemar has really captured the imagination of many in the Muslim community, and we are thrilled that we've also captured the imagination of people outside our community and also the political leaders of, of, of the country. So we play our role. We conduct Shura in our party. We conduct Shura now with other political parties, and uh, that is one of the strong messages that I'm going to uh, give the Dasiha. I'm going to give to the uh, in, to the uh, to uh, Abu Bakar, the fellow Ahmed, uh, before he sworn in, and uh, I'm very happy that he's taken the trouble uh, to come and meet the leaders of the party because we're largely in Cape Town. And uh, he is here, holding the 40 year for us. And Alhamdulillah is doing an excellent job. And Soweto and the Muslim community can be very proud of him. And the residents of the city of Johannesburg will grow to love him. He's such a wonderful leader. I don't want to take much more time, but just a few quick questions, uh, three of them. The first one that's coming to us, Hanif, is uh, some analysts saying that this, uh, what, what would the value of such a mayorship be if, according to the deal, it's, it's short-lived? And ultimately, uh, it's, it's kind of a backdoor deal, as they would see it, for the EFF to come to power, uh, in their view, undemocratically. Look, that's a whole lot of nonsense. I just told you that nearly 13 months ago, 14 months ago, uh, before the problems between the EFF and the ANC, uh, we had a high-level delegation of the Working Committee of the NEC meeting us with Jeffrey Davy, uh, with the Premier of Gauteng, the Minister of Agriculture, and I introduced 
uh, you know, the, the, I introduced uh, the imam to them. They were very impressed. I nearly spent an hour explaining his good qualities. But nothing happens overnight. And when a, a mayor was elected, there were too many issues. So uh, we, we wait to be invited. And we were invited with a very broad mandate, a very direct mandate. Please lead us in the city of Johannesburg. It didn't say, you know, the attitude in the city of Johannesburg. It's please lead us. Coming from the Premier of Gauteng, in the presence of the uh, minister in the presidency and other big weeks. And there were also other political parties who attended the state memorial service. And we were all open about it. Uh, and, uh, uh, and I was given the assurance by the premier uh, that uh, uh, he will emerge as the candidate from the minority parties uh, for, the, for the mayorship. And he saw my... Uh, concerns now, it's not going to happen now, and, you know, I, I knew a few members of the uh, uh, minority party wanted a position, and there was one that Gaitan Matenzi told him, uh, told her, you know, uh, Master Kinblade still, you know, uh, he said that on TV. We know all about those dynamics. The good party was positioning itself. So I told the Premier, look, uh, uh, thank you very much for the confidence and he, and, he, and he told me it's going to happen. And alhamdulillah, it happened with 138 votes against 81. And, and then uh, to the, the Muslim community, the, the, the significance of this being uh, a son of the community, a son of, uh, you know, a, a community that uh, is, is up and coming and a community that has been maligned. Uh, also, uh, the, the fact that the, 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 the mayor now being an imam, uh, does what, what do you feel this should tell the Muslim community in terms of uh, a sense of apathy to participate in, in politics, uh, armchair critics with all the uh, type of challenges that we are facing in, in the face of governance, in the face of service delivery? Uh, you, you know, should uh, the, this be an impetus for more people to get their hands dirty, to, to knuckle down to the problems, and not, not, not just anybody in the community, but even those uh, who have a background in the Islamic sciences and uh, Islamic scholarship to be able to uh, step forward and, and despite all the challenges that are definitely going to come their way, uh, to, to put themselves forward and uh, hopefully in that way uh, mm-hmm. contribute very meaningfully towards mm-hmm. a better South Africa. Uh, look, uh, that's the, the Ulums was very thrilled that uh, Newcastle produced an imam who becomes the mayor of one of the financial capitals of Africa, the largest metro in the country. That is a tribute to, to the Newcastle Ulum and to all other Ulums. And uh, we just hope that this will send a signal that uh, an understanding that the reason why Muslims are put on this planet by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to govern. So when the invitation comes to govern, you govern. And I said, we'll even govern for a day if the invitation comes. If the invitation comes for you to perform your hajj, you respond spontaneously. And in that spirit, Al-Jamaa is responding. Uh, we were in, Al-Jamaa was asked to lead. 
We then, uh, you know, uh, informed, and in fact, a, a year or more ago, introduced who will lead when our markets invitation to lead. So that is the context. So people will come up with all kinds of stories from all political parties, but uh, we now uh, have taken up the amanat, and we're asking the Muslim community to throw their weight behind Al Jamaa so that we can lead in the city of Johannesburg at the invitation of three major political parties in the country. Uh, and, and lastly, I do, do recall uh, speaking to you at, at a certain point in time when uh, you had to take the uh, the, the oath uh, of uh, of being signed in as a parliamentarian. And uh, if, if I recall correctly at that time, uh, you, you tried to do it on one of the uh, historic Qurans that are... Uh, very important to our collective Muslim heritage here in South Africa. Uh, any any insight uh, that you can share with us this evening on how the first Muslim mayor of a major metro in the country is going to take his uh, oath of office? Well, after 300 years of Islam in South Africa, I then felt it important that the Quran, written by Tuanguru on Robben Island when it was in change, he wrote about three or four, uh, it was an honor for me uh, on the day that I was going to be sworn in to go to the mosque. The cabinet was locked. My cousin, who is the president of the mosque, told me, break the key. We can fix it again, but uh, proceed to parliament. And Alhamdulillah, the Malaysian, the, the Indonesian embassy gave me one of their shirts to wear, uh, reflecting, you know, that Islam came from Indonesia and was established by Sheikh Yusuf, and the parliamentary media team covered that uh, very well. As far as Councillor uh, 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 Abu Bakar, uh, 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 the Ahmed uh, is concerned, you know, he's the mayor, he must make his own uh, decisions, and uh, uh, we are not going to tell him, you know, how he is going to be sworn in or not, uh, he's our leader here uh, in the, in, in Gauteng. He's also our whoop, and he's going to become the mayor, so as he's find a new whoop in the city of Johannesburg. But I think that uh, Councillor Tapello, inshallah, will rise to the occasion uh, tomorrow morning. And um, I've already given him some practical priorities uh, that don't benefit Altamah. I want him to fix all the robots in Johannesburg and make sure that uh, when there's load shedding, there's someone at the robots, at least we fix up the traffic. That is just a That's what we're doing. And uh, we obviously note the historical importance of this moment, uh, importance of uh, the, the mayor as a representative of uh, those who have supported him, the representative of uh, Muslims just sentimentally as well. Uh, we wish him all the best and uh, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him the strength uh, as well as the fortitude to make this uh, a success and uh, a, a lasting contribution uh, as we ought to for the broader South Africa and for humanity. I thank you so much uh, for your insights uh, this evening, Hanif, and Shukran for the detailed interview this evening. Uh, Shukran, I mean, it was a great pleasure. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.